Today on CityCast Boise, it's a new year and a new you, but are you still drinking the same old coffee? A while back, our producer Evelyn Avitia and newsletter writer Blake Hunter helped me figure out which local spot I should try next. We talked best communities, best specialty coffees, and which shops left us considering a switch to water. It's Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast Boise. Let's just start right out of the gate with best tasting coffee. And how about you say your best tasting coffee in Boise and your drink of choice so we know what you're getting. Evelyn, where are you going? As always, I'm going to talk about Caldwell. And so the best coffee shop with the best tasting coffee is Jack Henry's, which was formerly Jolson Juice. This is the trial. This is the trial. I love white chocolate powder over white chocolate syrups. So if a coffee shop has white chocolate powder, that's already a plus. And so a white chocolate Americano iced, of course, is my go-to. Nice. Okay, Jack Henry's. I haven't tried that. I'll have to get out there and try that. Blake, what about you? As far as like best just like coffee flavor, um, I'm a big fan of Broadcast. They've been open for about two years now um, over by the Shree Buckner Web Park. And they have a good like spread of stuff in a nice space as well. Yeah, I was going to honorable mention them because I, mm. I only have gone there a couple of times. I didn't realize they'd been there that long, actually. Boy, I was really behind the curve. I so yeah, I, I've i only been there twice, but uh, I was going to say that was going to be my honorable mention. I was really impressed. Their coffee was delicious. It was really mm. good. But my go-to for, for taste, and I buy their beans too, is going to be push and pour. Uh, I love the taste of their coffee. And, I buy their um, beans too. They're yeah, so good. I love their beans. They're so mm-hmm. tasty, and you can get them in grocery stores now. Um, I usually, I usually get an americano uh, with a little bit of cream. That's my go-to. But I'm going to be honest with you, not because that's my favorite. It's because I'm very cheap, and so an americano, <laughs> no matter where you're at, is usually like three bucks. So I usually get an americano wherever I am. Every once in a while, I'll see like I love a seasonal drink, whatever, whatever seasonal thing you got going on, I'm probably going to try. So if they have like a turmeric latte or like a lavender somewhere, I will probably end up trying that just because if you have a little sign with like a pumpkin drawn on it, I'm trying that. You're sold. I'm sold. It's interesting to me that like, you know, in the last like five years, coffee shops went from being sort of like your cozy hang with your friend's spot to sort of becoming more like a uniform like workspace for a lot of people. Yeah. And I think that in some ways, a lot of the Boise coffee shops, some of them have lost personality for that functionality. So I wanted to talk about like, uh, let's let's say what's your favorite workspace coffee shop versus your favorite like cozy hang you know, a very individual place that feels like very cozy and sweet to you. So, but like, why don't you start us out? What's your workspace? My workspace, um, I have a remote job, which is great in many, many ways, but oftentimes I like, I try to get out of my house and like work for a few hours at a coffee shop a couple times a week, just to, just to get me outside. And I often go to Necker just because it's close. It has amazing coffee. 
the people there are all amazing every single time and they have like a very open dog policy. So last week I was there and a little dog whose name was Frankie um, <laughs> came up and was just like wanting to be friends with everyone. And she had like a little like leopard jacket on and then she just like hopped up onto the bench. Like they have like a bench with like red velvet uh, cushions and she just like hopped up to the bench and like cuddled up next to me Aww. and it was so sweet well work buddy yeah which maybe isn't super conducive to working but i do work there a lot just because it's like really light and airy and, and fun yeah i love necker like great coffee yeah. nicest people and it is a nice little spot to work with that like long bench it can be a great spot it is and it's just beautiful in there like it's just a really fun space to hang out in for like something a bit cozier i'd probably go to the flying m like if i have like a friend in town or like we're seeing just talking to someone then probably just like go hang out there because it feels I agree with you Emma I think that like in a place like Necker oftentimes if a someone's like having a conversation uh between two people I often like kind of catch myself like looking over and being like you're talking too loud and then I'm like this is a coffee shop this isn't <laughs> workspace yeah but it has that feel it does whereas in flying M, I think that it's yeah definitely more chatty and I mean Necker like is not always like that I don't want to make people think it's like a super sterile way but well and it's certainly not they're trying to make it that way no. but i've definitely been in necker with like two friends being very two comedian friends being loud and very annoying and being like we gotta go people yeah. are trying to get stuff done this yeah. is not that vibe but flying m i feel like you can be as noisy as you want and it's it's got a much more like communal vibe there it does. for sure I agree. okay but here's the difference all three flying m's are completely different they are mm, that's true the boise caldwell nampa all of them are different and so when I need to get work done, I'm going to the Flying M in Nampa because it's huge. It has so much space. Everyone's spread out. Yep. I think, yeah, it's a really good work environment. But also, if you want to be social, there are those little areas where it's like, okay, let's move over here. Like, it's louder. Or, oh, let's move over here. It's super quiet. But if I do want to, you know, hang out with friends and all of that, the Flying M in Caldwell is smaller. So that one's super loud all the time when it's packed. And so it's easier to hang out, lounge around, play games. Um, but yeah, working at the Flying M in Nampa, the best one. I think that's the uh, best yeah. Flying M out of all of them. I'm going to say it. You know, I, for, I, I mean, they feel so separate to me, like you're saying. Like, I almost can't weigh the Boise against the Nampa because the Nampa, I've done stuff there. And you're right. It's, it's really great for working. It feels so open and I, I don't know. I couldn't choose between those two. For workspace, I get a ton of work done at the Java on 13th. I love that little spot. I love uh, the in, the inside and the patio is so great. And also a lot of times, if especially if I'm writing, I can work for like an hour and then just like go for a walk up at Camel's Back and then come back and like work for another hour and kind of stretch my legs. And I find that like very helpful. So I love the Java 13th. Also, lots of cuties, just so many cuties at, at the Java 13th. You always like see a whole bunch of like cute, fun people there. So yeah. love it there. And also, I mean, you put any business in just like a house, like what was formerly yeah. a house and I'm sold. I just yeah. like, it, it just has such a charm to it. Yes, it does. Yeah. And obviously, yeah, it just feels very at place in Hyde Park. And yeah, it, I love that spot too. Okay, let's let's uh, talk a little shit. Why not? Let's say most overrated coffee shop. And you know what? I'll start us out. Um, I'm going to say it. And they might not like it. Slow by slow for me. 
It's going to be slow mm. by slow. I was, because uh, it was right next to where the comedy club used to be. I used to be in there all the time. I, I used to think that was a really nice work spot. I love those big tables. That, uh, those are the nice. quality, yeah. yeah, it's for working, it was always a nice spot. But the quality of the coffee has gone real downhill. And the last two times I got coffee there, I was like, this is a, a real production. Because they, you know, the whole thing is that they do like a slow drip. And I was like, ah, this just isn't my jam. It's just, I don't like their coffee. And I kind of like, I don't know, the last few times I was there, it was, it was, uh, the music was a little loud and it was like harder to work and stuff. So that's my overrated. There, I said it. What about you guys? Uh, I can go with this one um, because again, yeah, might not be a popular pick, but I feel quite strongly about it because uh, I always walk by and then they're always busy and I just, I don't admit it's just not the space for me, uh, but I just am not a big fan of the district. I also think that their mm. coffee is kind of like, I don't know, it just doesn't quite hit the spot that I'm that I'm looking for. And then I, I think part of the reason that I don't really vibe with it is because I kind of if I'm trying to work, I just kind of need to like sit down and have my own little space. And I think that it just feels so big and open that I just feel constantly distracted. It has a very like open mic night vibe there. It does. Too. Yeah. <laughs> like, which makes sense because they do have yeah. a stage, which is yeah, super absolutely. sick. And I have been to, um, yeah, like a couple tree fort shows there. And that's, yeah, that's great. But it's just never, never my go-to. Yeah. I, I totally feel that. Every time I'm there, I'm always like, it feels a little chaotic in here for me. It's a little yeah, much. I'm just a little stressed. Yeah. 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 I get that. Evelyn, what about you? Um, How do I go about this? I don't have an answer because I feel like I'm always on the go. So I'm going through like drive throughs or I'm hitting up our chains like Starbucks and all of that. Um, I'm a huge human being hater. I hate that place. But I'm interested to see how you guys feel about like the little drive through shops like Dutch mm. and Human Bean and other ones that people go crazy about. Like those lines are huge. They are. Yeah. I am not a Dutch Bros fan, partly because uh, I know some teenagers who have worked there. They pay eight twenty five an hour. <gasps> Their whole thing is that they like, they create like a culture of like, oh, it's fun, but then they yeah. don't pay well. And uh, one of my... Uh, kids friends got in trouble for having a water bottle because you know they have the kids outside like taking orders yeah she got in trouble for having a water bottle like outside and they were like you can't have a water bottle and this was when it was like 105 out <sighs> and they were like you can't have a water bottle it's uh, unprofessional and i was like not that i was hitting dutch brothers a time i'll hit it occasionally but it's not like i hit it all the time but knowing yeah. that they pay those poor kids 825 an hour and they aren't allowed to have water outside i will never go to dutch bros because of yeah. that now there it's just too culty for me too i oh don't know God. it just like yeah. really kind of like it kind of like preys on people a little bit i feel like and evelyn to your question about like the drive throughs i I don't I don't know. I kind of have mixed feelings about it because I'm all for it. Like the utility of it makes a lot of sense to me. But I think that like the branding and kind of like the overzealousness about them and the obsession is just like a little overwhelming. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense that this is a place that you want to go because of the convenience. But mm -hmm. why are we freaking out about it? I don't know. Yeah. I will say I, I think my favorite of like kind of those like drive through ones is probably BlackRock. Um, although I've never... I don't think I've ever actually been inside of a BlackRock space, but some of their stuff is, a, yeah, good. So we were talking about, you know, some of these coffee shops have turned into workspaces and they've become more uniform and like, you know, 
feel more like a Starbucks instead of something that's like distinctly Boise? Where do you go for pure Boise or Caldwell vibes? If you're just like, I need to feel like I'm in my city with my people, like start us out. I mean, I think we've already touched on this where like Flying M really does kind of feel like at the crux of a lot of things. Um, it, yeah, it just like culturally feels like a rich, like fun place um, that feels very Boise specific. So I guess I guess that would kind of be one. And then on like the other end of the sphere, I, I think that um, both the Javas also do kind of have a, a specific to Boise feel. Uh, I do prefer the one on 13th, but I think that those are a good runner up. Yeah, I, I agree with that fully. Evelyn? Yeah, so I finally went to check out this new place that popped up in Caldwell, and um, it's called Bond and Bevel. And I will say, at first, I was not interested because I stalked their Instagram. And the way it goes is that it is a husband and a wife, and they opened this shop together. And one of them creates like all these leather pieces, leather work, um, but it's also okay. a coffee shop. <laughs> And so it just looked manly AF. And I am obviously all about, you know, the cute vibes. And so I was like, oh, goodness, like, okay, do I want to go try this place? And so I finally walked in and I see a bunch of elderly men sitting down, talking, families walking in. And I kind of loved the environment. I was like, wait, this is actually kind of really cool. And I started talking to the owners and they were just so excited. And I loved the concept. And so I feel like that's a good representation of Caldwell. When you first said leather, I was like imagining like a BDSM, like leather community. <laughs> yeah, I mean, space. in Bond, it's right there. In the, <laughs> oh I was like, God. well, I'll be I'll be out to Caldwell tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I'm very like, interested in this concept. Evelyn, I don't know if that really feels like Boise, but I'm interested. I don't know what beveling is. Uh, sounds hot, too. Into it. Let's <laughs> oh. all let's check it out. And the let's coffee check. was good. So I'll give them that. Leather and old men, love it. Love this Caldwell vibe that you're putting out here. I mean, yeah, my Lana Del Rey era. I love oh, it. God. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for mine. I'm going to go for best Boise vibes. And obviously, I'm so biased about this, but the Garden City push and pour has become such a big part of my life because I have shows there and um, I am friends with the owners and stuff. But but really, it's become such a big part of my life to be able to like go down to Push and Pour and to do shows there. But I also feel like they've done such a good job at uh, both stores, like creating an atmosphere where people want to hang out, which I feel like a lot of coffee shops like have become places to work and not places to like be with your people. And I love um, every other Wednesday, uh, some friends of mine, we meet, we have coffee, we go for a walk and it's become like a tradition. And it just, it feels... Like, uh, like, like Evelyn was saying, like, it's like a home, it feels like a little bit of a home. Like you were saying, there's these little old men there hanging out and talking. And I feel like, you know, we don't have like these places as much as we used to where you would go and like be social and hang out. And, and the Push and Pour Garden City still feels very like that to me and feels very like, I don't know, sweet and cozy. So that's my pick. I feel like I want to give Push and Pour some love too because I feel like they have just done so much with all of their locations to feel really part of the community and their like respective communities that they're 
like geographically placed within uh and like even like emma you're you have a push and pour mug and your mug like the art on it is by miguel almeida who's like a local artist yeah they're really good at incorporating the community into Mm -hmm. you know into events and their merch and i just love that about them and um yeah so those are my picks that was so great thank you for your coffee opinions thank you thank you And here's some news to know today. The Idaho Capitol Sun is reporting that the Idaho House State Affairs Committee easily passed House Bill 2, which would cut the sales tax revenue provided to cities that won't enforce the state's abortion bans. The bill targets Boise, the only city in the state that hasn't signified that it won't fund investigations into anyone who receives an abortion. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more local stories from around the city. Bye! Bye.